Congratulations, you're right on time for the Make It Move show with Mufasa and Poppy Knox. They are totally considerate. Baby, you're not here to try to figure me out. You just need to figure out what I need from you. And if I, I'm gonna tell you what I need from you. Very humble. Damn, it feels good to be me. Always respectful. Fuck what you said. <laughs> Thank because you, brother. Sometimes that makes me, that warms my heart. Truly sympathetic. Most guys don't get it. They don't get the game. They don't even want to play the game. And instead of just um, doing the little bit of work to know what you and I know, like on this one topic even, they would rather make an excuse. Absolute humanitarians. You know what I'm saying? Stay masculine and always make that person understand you are not that important in my life. Completely unstoppable. The name of the game. That's why we're always making moves. We're always make, getting better than the last day. Always growing. The making moves show begins right now. Hello, brother. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Just got this piece out of the oven, seeing seeing what it's on. Okay, okay. Running a little late as usual. <laughs> Listen, the way I like to see it is that all men, and when I say men, I'm talking about a very particular type of person, not just because you have genitalia that makes you a man, but all men are like wizards, and wizards are never late. We're just waiting for time to catch up to us. <laughs> so you are good, brother. And you know what? I, I'm really interested in how this episode is going to play out. I usually come into this open-minded and with no i pre-produced the idea but i don't almost script it in this case i've outlined everything that i want to say because it is that important i'm very curious to see how this plays out that crucial huh lives are at stake i think on every episode we've talked about so far lives are always at stake and now this is literally the most lethal episode we've got so far the most life or death situation Absolutely. So we'll kick it off. When you're talking about manhood, yeah, you're talking about life or death situations. Absolutely. Because the number one rule of life is do not die. Is and this is gonna be one of those so I I have very strong things to say, Greg. Or Mufasa, and I want to make sure you're on board for it because this is gonna be one of those episodes where it'll make or break our show. Oh man! Yeah, let me get my wine. (laughs) So, and I say this because we're business partners now, and I want you to be prepared for where I'm going to take this because I'm going to say very real, very sobering, and very logically uh, fact-based ideas that a lot of people are not going to like. However, it is necessary for it to be said. That said, I am well aware that not everybody wants to be in this boat with me saying it. And so I'm giving you that disclaimer up front. Let's roll. All Let's right, rock cool. and roll. So today, I'm going about my day, doing my work, busting out content like I'm a 10-man team, but really it's just me behind the scenes doing everything. Uh, one of my employees, he, he, had, he lost his sight. And he's just getting his sight back. So the work that he was helping me out with is no longer possible. It's just me doing everything. And I make it look fucking easy, which is why I'm so pissed off when guys who have more more time, more energy, 
more content than I do, but they don't release it. They're like, oh, I'm just going to sit on it. I'll do it later. Fucking losers. That said, in the midst of me doing all my work for the day, so that way I can help more people, make more money, take care of my own family at the same time, I get a message uh, in a group chat. Uh, so this is one of my networks. And the guy says, I'm going to be quiet for a while because my friend has passed. And we're like, okay, brother, we see, we hear you, our condolences. And I still send out my condolences to that brother. However, it does not change what I'm going to be talking about because this is someone who died, not because he passed away due to natural causes. He died in an unnatural way, which is to say someone took his life. He was murdered. And the person I'm talking about is someone I didn't even know existed. Hold on just a moment. Babe, can you turn that off and pour this out? Thank you. Um, the person I'm talking about is PNB Rock. Apparently, he's some famous rapper I'm not familiar with. However, my colleague, he is. And they, were, they grew up together, and, and now he's passed. So again, my condolences to PNB Rock's people his family and friends, and even his fans who adored him, worshipped him, followed him. It is a shame that you no longer have that presence in your life. And that is no small thing. I will not take away this mourning period from you. However, actually, there is no router. Let's just leave that at that. Now on to the topic of the show, which is we live in an age... Mm -hmm. It's not even an age. We, humanity is built on the idea that people are going to hurt other people. And even though it's not a prevalent thing, the news will tell you that someone died, someone got killed, this person did that back and forth. And we, we see the war footage from this happening there, over there, over there, across the world. There's violence everywhere. It is a very real dynamic. Very uh, real. Thankfully, most of us will never have to deal with it. However, there are some of us, especially like you and me, who put our names, face, and reputation out there, and it gives people cause to want to, to harm us, to want to do damage, and to want to ruin our lives and humiliate us and sometimes kill us. And because of that, we need to be aware of it. Because even though PMB Rock passed, and, I'm, and, I, and I send my condolences to his family, I have no sympathy for his death because his death was 100% preventable. Now let that just sit for a moment because here we have a man who, as I'm told this story, he was at a Waffle House of all places. God damn it. If I die in a Waffle House, uh, I don't deserve anything that I... <laughs> Oh no no no! Um, you you know what? You could call that place a Waffle House. He was at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. All right, that actually is better. That. I appreciate that correction. I actually went to that Roscoe too. Where, where is it? I have the a lot of area or somewhere else in LA. I have a lot of background in LA. A lot of you know. Oh, I didn't know it. My old stomping grounds, actually. Um, I was I was in Los Angeles, two thousand six. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there in junior college, played football, got a little scholarship at Pierce Community College. It was a very different experience. Yeah. Went from South Florida all the way across the United States and LA, and it was just different. I, I, I learned some lessons. 
Yes, I imagine you would in a place like that. Um, L.A. is full of it's a it's a nice city for crazy characters. Mm, very. Um, my roommate was from um, Compton. I used to kick it over there with him, hang out, cool, cool. seen some things, did some things. Came, I saw, I conquered. But um, yeah. Rather, rather than that, I'm gonna let you go first because it's yeah. no like I grew up in these type of environments where they was robbing. Yeah, selling, pimping, yep. all of that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I do. And I've experienced some of that myself when I lived in D.C. and other neighborhoods. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so here we have a situation where PMB Rock is is murdered outside of. Uh, I don't know actually if he was outside, inside. All I know is that he was murdered because his girl. I don't know if it was his girlfriend or not, but the girl that he was with was uh, posting and geotagging and letting everybody know their location in real time, which made him a target. And the reason I say this is 100% avoidable because one, she didn't have to do that. She could have the same post and just posted it an hour later when they were already miles away from Ven and onto something new, and he would still be alive today. And what I'm really getting at, and one of the re- one of the reasons why I'm so adamant about this, because there's safety, making sure that we're all protected. And then the second component is I get so much flack on the way that I date, the way that I talk to women, the way that I engage my mom, my sister, my girlfriend. But yeah. the reason I am the way that I am with them is so I'm never put in a situation incidentally because of their bad behavior. And this is one of those situations where a man did not have his girl in check and it costed him his life. And I don't care if they were dating or not. Like, even if this was a female friend, even though that's an oxymoron, even if that is the case, you, he, as a man, he should have had her in check and to know better about how to conduct themselves around him. Take the pictures, take the video, absolutely. But guess what? It's going to be on your phone. Post it later after we leave. No one needs to know that we're here. You and I both need to be present in the moment. And the only reason girls do that kind of shit in real time is because they're not present. They're not enjoying themselves and, and they want to brag and boast to make more of the, the moment because they don't like it 100%. But as a man, you should be the reason they're there. You should be the reason that they're excited. I'll get into that a little bit later. At the end of the day, I just want to focus on three points that every man especially needs to know so he never is shot down because this is going to happen more often, especially with these people that are calling themselves influencers. And I know people may think of you and me as influencers. We are not. However, we are in the limelight and you and I are also susceptible. So I got my three points. Oh, really? Absolutely. Because here's what it is. And I'll get into this more later, but right off the bat. You and I are successful people. We talk about the nice things we own. We talk about the nice things that we do. And even when we're not specifically talking about material, we are hinting at the fact that we have more than $1 in our pocket. I mean, think back on the last few episodes where we talked about water. And I said that I haven't drank tap water in 20-something years, 25 years. That means I'm spending money on water. And I even bragged about how much money I spend on water. So now, if someone is looking for a come up, if someone wants to humiliate uh, someone, and I'm talking about how I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm talking, I'm being materialistic about water, 
that means I got more going on. Now I'm a target. Now they're like, all right, this is the guy. This is my new target. And on top of that, they're going to pull our card. These guys think they're alpha. These guys think they're all that. These guys, let me humble them. These guys think they're entitled. Hold on. Let me get my piece of pizza. And I got my, my wine over here, boy. Look at that. Even that statement right there. You're making yourself a target because it's like, all right, who, who, who's this guy drinking wine with pizza? Life is good, man. Life is good, right? Oh, you and I know that. Yeah. yeah. Life and, is good. So and it's, I want to say this much. Uh, life is good. I never take it for granted. Indeed. Right? Indeed. indeed. And I always was taught, always be ready for war, even when you're in a time of peace. So, and I was reminded, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell them a story. I was reminded of a situation where, well, you know what they call, what they say in the hood, you got caught lacking. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But by the grace of wait, lacking or slacking or both? Both. <laughs> um, after this situation, I actually made a vow to myself. I would never drink too much when I'm out in public. Good. Right? Yeah. yeah. Or around certain people. Um, either way, either way it goes, I could have lost my life. I done been in those situations. I done been shot at before. Um, I done been, you know, attempt somebody attempted to rob me. So those situations, and I done got in a situation where it was more than one people, one person trying to jump on me so mm. so i don't i i have been in those situations where it could have went south right absolutely you and me both so one thing about it um i don't know where to start but i'm gonna start with your uh situational awareness and the rules you need when you going out with your lady Ooh, I like that. So how about this? I'm going to go with number The first thing I was going to bring up, because the second part will be perfect for what you're about to say. The first thing I want to do is talk about the prevention. And, and there's a book that every man, especially if you live in the West, particularly if you live in the United States, that you should get, which is called The Law of Self-Defense by attorney Andrew F. Bronca. There are a lot of people that will tell you that they just bought a firearm, they just bought nunchucks, they just bought a sword, brass knuckles, this, that, the other. And they're bragging about the weapons they have, and they either don't have, and they don't have proper training. So if you have a weapon and you don't have proper training, that weapon is useless to you, especially under a stressful situation where you actually need to use it. Now that weapon is my weapon if I'm attacking you. Happy days for me, the criminal. Now, the book, <clears throat> the book Law of Self-Defense is a book that teaches you, one, how to what laws apply to you in various situations, depending on your state, your county and your city. That way you can be mindful of what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do, because it's about self-defense, meaning I have a weapon. And even if I don't have a weapon, I have my fists, which become weapons. So if I'm going to own, train, and carry a weapon so I can be hard to kill, I have to master the law so I am hard to convict. Because I live in the West, and I recognize that even when I'm defending myself, I can still be considered the criminal and go to jail for protecting my own life and that of my family. Exactly. 
and it is a shame the West has fallen. It is what it is. There's no past the point of no return. We're not going back to the good old days. So you know that we live in a clown world. The game is rigged against you. You must learn how this system works so you can properly protect yourself. And I've told you several times on this show that I'm moving. And one of the things that I'm considering in my moving is, am I going to a place where I have self-defense laws that work in my favor? Can I do Uh-oh. X, Y, and Z? Because I don't want to be caught in a situation where I will. <laughs> exactly. And does, do people even know what that term is? I'm not going to go into all those details, but essentially this book will help you to understand what these different terms mean, how they apply. So that way you are, you can logically determine what you need to do in a given situation. The way I'm going, if someone punches me in the face in New York, the way I respond to it is going to be different if they punch me in the face in Seattle. And because of that, I need to be mindful. I need to keep myself safe. And when I keep myself safe, I keep my brother safe. I keep my women safe. I keep my family safe. So right off the bat, I want every man to even pause this episode. Even if you don't listen to the rest of the episode, the one thing I want you to do is go to Amazon, go wherever you like to buy books and buy The Law of Self-Defense by Andrew F. Branca. I will say that it, the really cool thing about this book, if you go to the website, Andrew, attorney Andrew F. Branca's website, I forget what it is. I think it might just be The Law of Self-Defense. You buy the book directly from him. When you get the book, you get the chance to join his membership program. And when you join and when you own the book, if you ever use the lessons inside the book and have to go to court, he will defend you pro bono. Oh, y'all buying that book. Exactly. That's a great investment. It's a regular $10 book. I think the program might be it's 50 great. bucks. I forget. And it's a one-time fee. Exactly. So uh, that, uh, exactly. You have to buy that book. Any man who doesn't own it is an idiot. Uh, so let's get back into what you were saying, because I want to talk about everything we can about what you, your brothers, and your girl should be doing. And I'm going to kick it off by saying that before this conversation I had with you, once I heard the news, one of the first things I told my girl, one, I was just laughing at it. I'm like, this is absurd. This is stupid. There's even a documentary on Vice. And I made her watch that. And I'm just like, this is what's going to happen more and more often to the point where it becomes a trend where people are going to purposely attack people to humiliate them and post videos on YouTube. So the first thing I had my girl do was put her IG on private and to only follow people that she actually knows because the number one way people are going to try to get to me and they already do this, but they don't do it with violence. The the way they're going to try to get to me is through my girl. And every great man has fallen because of his stupid relationship with his girl. So it is a hundred percent avoidable if you have your girl in track. And so she did it instantly and she did it on all apps. I only told her to do it on IG, but she did it across all apps. Yeah, I just have a fantastic girl. So uh, in that case, if your girl is not that responsive, dump her immediately. There are plenty of women that will do this for you, that will respect your life and say, you know what, you're right. Your life is in danger and I don't want to be the reason you die. So that's my number one. If, if you got points, I want to hear them too. I'm going to talk too much because I this is a very important topic for me. Well, there's so many angles I want to address but as far as you know me alpha college if you ain't got a woman that's on your program if i say hey don't share your location don't post where we at da 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 
you already a step behind. Now, if you give mm-hmm. me black for that, I'm gonna have to rethink the whole relationship. Seriously. Yeah. All right. Now, with that say, I take my life seriously. So even though she posted her location, I don't even know if it's confirmed that they got the drop on him by his location. I don't even know. Yeah. But I'm gonna say this much. Like you said before, you need to be focused on me if we on a date. I need to be focused <laughs> on you. Can you imagine that? Even though we're talking about it in a dating parameter, but that small thing, which people are like, oh, that's too controlling. That one thing can save your life. Right. It would have saved this brother's life. So, you know, I done been with my girl and she posted her plate of some food to eat and everybody asking, where is that? Where is that? Because they want to know because the food looked good or something like that. But guess what? Guess what? What's up? You know, I take I pay attention to women. I notice she never ever responds to those messages from her friends until we're in a whole different location, whole mm. different seven, or even the next day. Mm. So I'm like, hmm, that's good. And she even said it herself. You want a woman with situational awareness. You know, I always say you you want a woman who thinks. Thinks like a celebrity or at least has that mindset of caution. Because that's a part of being a nurturing woman, a feminine woman. Oh, my God. I don't want everybody to know where I'm at, my location. That's a part of feeling safe when people don't know where you are. You get what I'm saying? It's hard to shoot when you can't aim. Exactly. So I call them intimate locations. Now, if we had... The Miami Heat game. <laughs> Good luck finding me if you're trying to, you know, get the drop on me. We had that Miami Heat game. It's a lot of witnesses, a lot of stuff like that. You, get, that's pretty much a assassination attempt. I don't think I'm on that level yet. <laughs> but just in case, hey, even the, the Miami Heat game, I might just tweet about watching it. I don't really like posting my locations or where I like to go, and um. Even then, I like to go to the gym after work. You don't know which gym I'm at. I don't go to the same gym every day. I don't even take the same route home every day. I literally, that's one of the reasons I was late to do the podcast today. I literally took like three other stops and went around the way before I came home. I just don't do that. So if somebody were to stake out, park in front of my house and watch me, they literally don't know what time I get home. They'll just be like, he's home between the hours of 6 and 7.30. And then I show up at 8 o'clock today. Oh, shit. 6 and 8 o'clock. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. We're going to be waiting for a while. Um, It's just little things. I, I can't really just pinpoint one thing, but I'm going to say tell you this. You definitely have to step outside that door like it's a war going on. Oh, and I hate I hate to say this. People, people's my father, my grandfather used to say someone is always watching. Yes, and bro. I hate to say this, but people are always watching. And with social media, it's easier for them to watch. <laughs> Like I don't been, you know, uh, the crazy. I'm glad part, you know this. 
me and my boys, we always play the gotcha game where we just catch each other out. And we'll say we, we caught you lacking. You know, even if I have my gun on me, they still like, we caught you. We seen you. We seen you walking out the movies with that girl. And then they'll put in the group chat, me with the girl walking out the movies. He was like, you you know, we just like, hey, you got to switch your game up. Like, you need to walk out the back door exit or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, it used to be funny because like we'll just be sitting because we used to see running to each other so often in our city to the point where it's t- it's a Tuesday night. I know Greg like to come get a drink here, so I'm gonna catch him with a pitch. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All for my uncle to sit down and tell me people don't need to know my schedule like that. Don't need to know my routine. Don't need to know where I like to hang like that. He said, I'm doing too much stuff outside. I got too much of a routine outside. I'm too young to have a routine outside. <laughs> That's what he told me. Mm-hmm. He said, you're too young and wild to have a routine outside. So I'm telling my my, my uh, listeners, you're too young and wild to have a r- routine outside, especially if you're making moves on the Making Moves show. When you make moves and you're running these plays, you're going to get noticed. And believe it or not, even if you're the most quietest, humblest guy, you got a hater out there. Remember, haters are just um the they're they're just like lovers. They're like fans. Yeah. They're just on the opposite end of the spectrum. So just like a fan that's always asking you for stuff, want to know what you do, want to know what your secret is. A hater want to know what you do, want to know what your secret is to expose it, to to gain knowledge from it so they could take advantage of it. So it's the same thing. Um, I do want to say in order to do all this shit, you really have to think like a wolf. That's mm-hmm. what my, you know, you have to think like a wolf to, in order to be safe from criminals. You have to think like a criminal. Exactly. You have to think like a shark. You have to think like a snake. You got to think like a wolf. You got to exactly. think like a fucking predator. And it's not pretty because all these guys with good hearts and blue peeled heart, that good blue peeled heart. I'm a great guy. You ain't never sit up there and say, mm, that woman right there lives by herself and she has no alarm system. <laughs> you get I mean, what I'm saying? Oh, I, I do. I do. And I'm glad so that you're saying now that. I walk in a woman's house. I'm like, why you don't have alarm system? You must have a maid got a boyfriend mm-hmm. no you don't have a boyfriend why don't you have an alarm system the right guy walking your house and he wants to be a predator and he wants to be a rogue he noticed you don't have an alarm in your house yeah a ring on your uh, a camera on your doorbell. at the very least a ring what does that cost 50 bucks these days 10 dollars a month bro <laughs> look at that your life is not worth 10 dollars Exactly. So you have these people that think life is comfortable. The police, I'm in, I done been in areas where you call the police and it take them 30 minutes to show up. Yeah. Don't fucking think. I live in Atlanta, right? East Atlanta. Don't fucking think these motherfuckers showing up right away unless you're in a certain area, a certain neighborhood. And that's a part of survival, too. That's why you want to get your money up, get get your money right, be successful so you can live in those areas 
that are extra protected because the police job is not to protect you. It's to protect rich people's property. Yes. You get what I'm saying? I hate to say that. Well, honestly, I wouldn't even go that far because I don't even think that the rich are immune to anything that we're saying. Mm-mm. When you really look at the way the police work, they're not there to save you from And let me crime. tell you something. You know what, how I think like a criminal? Mm, this pizza is good. I'm happy for you, brother. I used to live with a criminal. My roommate. Never had a job. We call him Licks. He was busting Licks. It was either selling drugs, robbing, or stealing. Mm. So all this shit, he would tell me, he was like, yeah, I went to this girl house. She got a nice mansion on the beach. She, act, I, I actually left the door unlocked. She didn't notice. I'm going to go back and steal all her iPads. Like, seriously. No, I know it. I, think it's, I, actually... I have countless, of room, countless numbers of roommates. So guys, if you know me personally, don't try to uh, settle this down. Some, pe- some people know who I'm talking about. Mm. But he used to plot and scheme and he used to be like, man, always park your car backwards. Park your car in front of the driveway or in front of somebody. Like he used to tell me, like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. You could get robbed. Got it, got it, got it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So even though that was my friend and he was a thief, <laughs> he was a criminal, he still cared about enough about me to teach me some game. I got some game from my parents, my father. He also told me what my father used to tell me sometimes. Hey, man, ride around the block a couple times to see what's going on. Or if I had an event to go to that was at like a party or a club, never just pull up to the party and park and go hop in. You always ride around to check the temperature. It's like kind of getting in the warm bubble bath. You got to put your toe in first to see if it's safe so you won't, you know, scold yourself. Right. Yeah. So no matter what, we we as men have to look at it like that. I done seen I done heard a lot of crazy stories. This is not the craziest story. I done seen a crazy story where it it was a gamble house and they robbed it. And everybody in that gamble house had a gun, but they shot everybody in there. So you gotta understand your environment you're going into. Yeah. If you want to be a Billy badass and be, be if you want to live by the sword, you got to be ready to die by the sword. Exactly. There is no there's no safe. There are no safe places. People have died in the safest of places. Presidents have been assassinated. The, you name it. They've been killed. Even the, the toughest alpha of us all. So Pop Smoke is a great example. He had the bodyguards. He had the physicality. I don't know if he had any proper training, but people still pulled his card. And guess what? They won the bet. Exactly. No one is safe, which is why we take these extra precautions, which is why I'm adamant about this topic. Be hard to kill. (laughs) Exactly. We should always be training. And and I I, the reason why I'm I'm so serious about this as well is because I know that I'm I'm not hard to kill. Or maybe I am. And maybe I'm just bluffing for the for the mic. At the end of the day, this is why we train. We train so that way if the fight comes. At the very least, I'm not going to panic. And at the very least, I'm going to do something. If they're going to take my life, the same way Sickle Cell tried to take my life, I made it fucking hard for Sickle Cell to do so. Correct. And I've been in physical altercations, guns pointed in my face, people trying to rob me, people trying to humiliate me, and I made it hard for them to do so. 
And that's why this conversation is so important, more so than than many other topics that we may discuss. But when life is everything is life or death, especially violence. And and, and, and so I, I want to get more actionable with this. And, and I'm going to say that and the only reason I have a leg up is that I actually thought about this because I, I'm so pissed with everyone saying, oh, we lost a great soul. This guy was super smart. And, and now he's dead. Nipsey, even Nipsey got got hit. Same the, story. Exactly. Exactly. And at the end of the day, it could have been avoided. It could have been prevented. And and so my next point is going to be uh, uh, we're making a list of things that you and your girls should be doing. You and your don't brother think, should be doing. Don't think nobody can, can't come on your come come on home field and punch you in the fucking mouth. Oh, yes, they will. And, and, and uh, so the next point we're just going to be no never to post. In the present. So you can take pictures, you can take videos, absolutely put your fucking phone down. Do Please. not geo tag. Let, let me tell you something. What's up? I remember one time a young lady, her father was so pissed off at her because they were on vacation. Mm. And she was posting while they were on vacation. And you don't understand where I'm from, that environment. They see you. Oh, you're in Jamaica. That means you're not home. Exactly. Somebody tried to break in their house. And that happened day one, year one of Facebook. People were doing that. And I don't know if you recall, I don't know when you joined Facebook, but but originally it was only open to college students. First Ivy League, and then it, it moved on to other colleges. So the first students that were robbed were dumb students that were posting where they're at, what they're doing, because they're like, oh, look at this cool new thing I get to do. And because of that, it made them targets. And it was so easy. And I love it when you talk with criminals because they brag about it. And they're just like, oh, look at this dumb person. And the laws aren't that tense where they're really, their life isn't really going to be ruined if they get caught for these types of crimes. The only time the life is ruined is if they do take a life or they do it on federal property. That's what happened to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you a quick story before I get to the next point, which is to say the one time I got robbed at gunpoint, successfully they got away with it. I was out. I was outside at the Washington Monument in D.C. <laughs> what time? Yeah. So this is 2006, summer 2006. And I was being stupid. I went there at night because I don't know if you've ever been to the Washington Mall at night. It's a fantastic experience. And arguably, eight times out of 10, you're not going to deal with any crime. However, what I didn't know is that the week that I went, the day that I went, that week they were doing construction on the lights. So it was dark. And these criminals knew that. So they were taking advantage of people all week long, attacking them. So I was just one of dozens of people that were mugged in that location. And it was still picturesque. I went down and I, I, I was with a girl and I showed her this, I showed her that. And then we went to the, uh, we were heading towards the subway, which we never made it to the subway because it was like a wolf pack. They surrounded us on all sides. And then one of them had a gun. He was about 20 yards off. I couldn't have done anything and, and I wouldn't have tried to test anything. But at the end of the day, that happened. Anyone can look this up on CNN. It was national news. And not only did they get caught, but they're all serving 87 plus time, federal time. Thank you for calling that out because they did it on federal property. 
So these people will never get parole. These people will never see the light of day and breathe fresh air the way you and I do. That said, that is a rare instance where they'll be punished severely for their actions. Other than that, it'll be a slap on the wrist. And depending on who they know, they might even be able to get out of it. That said, um, I, I was very foolish. This was me at a very young age. And, and uh, I'm not the man that I am today that I was then. And, and because of that, I put myself and this girl's life in jeopardy. And it's something that I've never done twice. And I've never been anywhere near in that situation. Oh, I don't make the same, never make the same mistake twice. Exactly. And so my last point on this subject about what you and your friends should do, uh, there's, this is not an exhaustive list, list, but at the end of the day, you never give information about your actions to anyone. Don't tell to people anyone, where you are. Don't tell people what you're going to do. And, and, and I admit that I've made this mistake. Uh, I come from an ops, operational security OPSEC background, and I'm going back into that world. And because of, I don't know, just health issues, this, that, the other, I get comfortable and I've said some things that I shouldn't have said. And I instantly regretted it in the sense that I'm like, oh, I'm ashamed that I made that mistake. And, and now after this, I'm going back to being very strict and severe and I will give out in this information, but I will never give direct information on who I am, what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. And, and you can hold me to task and hold me accountable to that, you and the listener. Uh, but essentially, you, your best friends, your brothers that you're hanging out with, and the women in your life should all know this and do the same. There is no reason why any woman should have a public IG, especially, especially if she's not making millions per year off of it. Um, and I know I prefer it when girls don't have a private IG because that um, I do uh, Instagram game and, and I can reach out and I can get a date with a few clicks. So it works towards my advantage. However, it's the same technique that these people that want to rob you, mug you, humiliate you will use. And for those who are paying attention to what we're saying, there's a Vice documentary and it's called Using Snapchat to Rob Influencers. You have yeah, criminals. They, they used to do that. Like when I worked at um, DOJJ, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the young 15, 16, 17 year olds, they're in, they were in DOJJ, Department of Ju- Juvenile Justice, Interesting. for robbing people on the Snapchat location. Exactly. It was crazy. Um, also, fellas, that's why I say don't, don't be hard up, don't chase pussy. Um, these women will fucking set you up. And that was one of my stories. Um, I was in a questionable neighborhood. I knew it was questionable. Mm-hmm. I didn't care because she was she was fine as hell. You know, pretty face, fat ass. <laughs> you know, the usual, but still suspect. Um, mm-hmm. I went there. Um Somebody kept knocking on her door. She was like, I don't know who that is. With that being said, she didn't know I had family members that stayed by her. I did not let her know that. But I put out the call and it was like it was like a group of men uh, outside. Hmm. And it wasn't a group of men. He was like, man, these guys, you know, my cousin said, man, these guys been robbing niggas. (laughs) They've been robbing niggas every time they walk out of their house. Yeah. In the pol- and they, they scatter before the police get there. Exactly. So 
he rolled by the house and said, I'm gonna call the police. Y'all need to y'all need to leave right now. And they they weren't leaving, so he actually called the police and they definitely left. And the police knocked on the t- door. I didn't know all that shit went went down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just sent him a text like, hey man, somebody keep knocking on this girl door. Like, do you know da 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 da? Either way, long story short, guess who was in the paper a couple weeks later? Oh man. Oh man. At the house, at that location exactly. Yes. For setups. They actually shot and killed somebody. One mm. of them. It was just like at that point, I had to reevaluate the type of women I was attracting in my life mm-hmm. and all of that. And what I from what I heard was his girl he was with was so green. She when he felt uneasy, she would still want to go and hang out and stuff like that. So just because you got a, one of those sheltered women don't mean their situational awareness wouldn't be off. You get what I'm saying? Oh, I'm speaking to the choir. One of the rules I do have is when I meet a woman, I don't go to her crib. You know, I don't go to her crib um until a couple weeks in until i feel real comfortable maybe even a couple months mm-hmm. um she don't come to mind mm. she don't come to mind until i run some type of background check until she opened up to where i feel comfortable because you let a woman talk she's gonna tell you everything you need to know because yeah. even i was in a situation after that where maybe it wasn't a guy but i seen a red flag and i dodged a bullet because one, this woman had a boyfriend that was in jail. So and he was getting out soon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what the story was told to me. Lo and behold, he was out early and was like stalking on her. And I got a crazy phone call. Mm. Oh, I'm going to come over there and kill you. Da, 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 da. And you know me, I'm just looking at well. I do got these guns and I'm not the only man that lives here. (laughs) So let me alert the troops. But at the same time, dealing with certain women will put you in a crazy situation. Um, That's why I like reading the book of Proverbs because it gives you quick reminders of what to what and what not to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. It's a beautiful book. It's a great, you know what, when I was in, when I used to get in trouble, my mother and father used to make me read the book on um, women. (laughs) That's what they call it. The book on women. The The book book on women. Wait, what is this? The book on women. No, it's just Proverbs. They like to call it the book on women and kings. That's what they literally called it. Ah, interesting. I never thought about it that way. I haven't read all of Proverbs. The, king, I, I the king's downfall, and it's crazy because Solomon was considered the wisest king, and his downfall was all his wives and concubines, basically. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, if you don't have your girls on lock, they will lead you into Yeah, your, they your led life. him astray, but he was the wisest king known on, known to man, right? Otherwise, exactly. So exactly. throughout that, um, you have... Proverbs 13, which is the guide on what kind of woman you want to have, which is very, you know what I'm saying? It's very hard. 
but it will also tell you about the adulterer, mm-hmm. a woman who likes to cheat on her husband or a significant other. You could be in a um, crazy situation. It was another rapper who was killed that was in a crazy situation where the ex-boyfriend kicked down the door and it was a fight and he killed him. After, I guess after they slept together, he was laying in her bed and he came in there, fought him and killed him. And trust me, once you release that semen, it is very, very hard to pick a fight, to win a fight, fella. <laughs> you, you, know, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to do yeah. shit after that. Um, so everybody was, you know, I did a podcast on how to, you know, cover your tracks and always do this, that, the third. I always tell my guys, if you guys want to be intimate with a woman for the first time, maybe just maybe get you a hotel room. Get get you something, get you something that if shit goes left, you could just get up out of there. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to do it at my house. Uh, yeah, know, I know, I know you love to do it at your house. We all do because you you know it's it's a home game, but you're gonna have to do a couple away games. Freeze. We're going back to the show in a moment. But first, in the show's description, there is a link for knoxuniversity.com. This site gives you access to the Take Charge League, which is everything you need to tap into your greatest strengths, improve your shortcomings, and live your ideal life sooner than later. This one guide will forever change your worldview, giving you the confidence to lead happier relationships, always know what to say and do. Grow your network with high net worth professionals, make money with speed, and have a more fulfilling life. Plus, direct access to Poppy Knox and ambitious people like you to ensure you are surrounded by a positive community. So there is no way you can fail. If you are interested in changing your life in any way, Visit KnoxUniversity.com right now to join. That's K-N-O-X University.com. Now let's get back to those unruly men talking about only God knows what. Unfreeze! Right. Oh, no, no, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> but you got to be smart about well, it. It's it, it cush- caution. It's a, good, yeah, exactly. it's a good practice to have. It's a good habit to have. And she'll respect you for it. Like, oh, you just don't. I say it. You know, I tell them, hey, everybody can't come to my house. Exactly. The most, ex- I always joke, and, and and now you guys are seeing the opportunity, but I always joke that the most expensive date you'll ever take a girl on is to your house because you got to pay rent. You got to pay for that Netflix sub- subscription. You got to pay for food. There's no more expensive date than taking a girl to your spot. Boy, I'm about to, get, I'm about to use that one right there. There you go. There you go. So we got um, – and you know what? I'm going to take a moment to say that we record all of these episodes on Spotify Live. I would highly recommend that you get that app. That way you can hear it live because this episode is not going to air until late October, and we're talking in September. However, this information is important for everyone to have immediately. Maybe I'll move around with the schedule because this topic is so important and and relevant after the recent passing. That said, get Spotify Live. Then you can ask us questions in the chat and you can even join us on stage and we can have a conversation with you. As long as you are open-minded and you are constructive, we'd love to have hear your voice, get to know you better. 
because this is not just about me and Mufasa, it's, it's about all of us, both as men and women, how we get along so we can keep going on and keep our families safe and strong. So we got our first question ever live. Uh, this comes from, I'm imagining his name is Key Gu. And a few minutes ago, yes. Hello, what are some, uh, this is some interesting language. English may not be his first language. What is some advice you can give that your thief friend gave you? One I was taught was always be aware of your surroundings and have your keys ready to use when walking by yourself home so no one can bombard into your home while you're trying to use your keys in the doors. So I think Greg uh, Mufasa gave a great point about um, reading that Bible. That Bible has plenty of basic insights that if you practice them, you will do well in life. We've already mentioned several other things that you can casually do. That oh my thief friend oh whoa yeah exactly so you and I have both had friends okay, that were well, former criminals okay yeah I I get back to that yeah um you you gotta understand your location you gotta know your environment like me for example he'll tell me stuff like even these this day he was like the nicer your car the more um the more you need to get gas during the day hmm. And I'm like, what? And say, yeah, get gas during the day. Absolutely. And around here, where you know Atlanta, certain parts, if you try to get gas at a certain time of night, it's risky. It's risky. And you you seen these videos where guys just jumping in the car and driving off. Yeah. You know, driving off. Um, I even talked to a young lady one time. She said, um. She had she had a BMW. They jumped in the car and stole the BMW, and it had a tracking device on it. She reported it, stole it. Mercedes actually gave her the exact location, and she actually waited from like twelve, what it was one a.m. at night to like four thirty a.m. in the morning. And they were just hanging out, smoking in her car, and she called the police at like one a.m. and said her car is stolen. She's waiting for police to come, and guess what? The police didn't come for hours, bro. They usually don't. Right? So Not I, told her, like that. I told her, I told her straight up, I said, you are a smart, you're a wise woman. That was a very cause and come to find out that's one of the most dangerous streets in the city. Mm-hmm. No, no shit. If they're taking three, four hours to get there. Um, I said, you're a very, you're a very wise woman. Um I'm more courageous than <laughs> I'm more courageous. <laughs> I'm more courageous than wise at that point because I would have been infuriated. And uh I probably would have did something stupid, could have got myself killed, could have killed someone. You know what I'm saying? Because if I'm coming to get my car, I'm coming to get my shit. And I'm I'm kind yes, it's that gun gonna be on me. Yeah. And I'm and and at that point I'm gonna shoot first and ask questions later. And like you said before, I don't have that book yet. But like you said before, um, you could be in a situation where you actually defending yourself and you still fighting, you still facing thirty years. Exactly. Exactly. And right. So you want to be like I told her. I said maybe I do have to work on my patience, but you want to be like the Bible says, slow to anger. Mm. and sit there and analyze the situation for the best outcome. So she actually did the best outcome. They actually got her car, retrieved it, 
and it wasn't so much damage. Yeah. But um at that point, at that point, um just I just remember him telling me, Hey, don't get don't don't get gas at this time or at this place. They like to they like to rob people over here. Even though that's where the cheapest gas was. I'm like, ain't that a bitch? <laughs> you get what you pay for. You get what you, get pay, what you for. pay for. All right. So that was one of them. The other one was I used to be in that living room, bro. And some mornings I'll wake up and I was like, bro, this got to stop. He'll have like 10 TVs, 10 flat screens in the, in the living room. And I'm like, how the hell did you pull this shit off? And he was like, I just walk around checking to see if the doors are open. Like, literally. Yeah. It'd be the simplest shit. It don't be nothing elaborate. It'd be something simple, like the door is open or the garage is open, and you just pick the inside lock. I mean, I know how to pick locks, but for you to pick a lock and to go in somebody's house, you're you're extremely, extremely brave. Um, yeah. As well as just protecting your family, your property, you do want that sense of alarm system. Keep the alarm system on. A lot of that shit, that that ADT sign in front of your house, that could stop a lot of bullshit. People don't know that. And you know what's interesting? Even if you don't have the security system, getting that sign, even if you have to pay for that sign, is a powerful thing to put in your That could stop a lot of bullshit. And, and, and I don't give a damn. I always put security as a in a, in my budget. Yeah. You understand? Um gated communities aren't that safe. Yes, it's a it's a little barrier, but this guy was in gated communities, still mm-hmm. getting jiggy. And those are the people who are uh to be honest with you, very comfortable. They'll be leaving their doors unlocked because they think it's a gated Absolutely. community. It'll never happen to us. Um and the, those this are goes, the fucking targets, believe it or not. <laughs> exactly. And this goes back to what I was saying before. Sometimes this is humiliation. In fact, I would say nine times out of ten, it's a humiliation. But you know how hard it is to rob, and he used to tell me this, you know how hard it is to rob a little ghetto house? And I'm like, what? He was like, I'll never rob a ghetto house. I only rob mansions. That's what he said, because there's so much space. They can hear less. They can see less. There's you know? that, and it, it goes back to what I was about to say, which is if it's a crime of humiliation, uh, or regardless, at the end of the day, they want to get you where you're least com- where you're least concerned, most safe, most uh, comfortable. You know and what that else is at home? So yeah. that, that's when your guard is down because you think you're safe. You know what else? And I think security is a big investment. Is the bigger my family gets, the more I think about it. These people, I know we like house pets, like uh, cats and little toy poodles and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I would invest in a motherfucking dog that will bite the shit out of somebody. I'm, I already told I already told my girl, I said, all right, once these kids get a little bit bigger, we're going to get a dog. Even if that motherfucker is not the most aggressive, I need a dog to, that make a motherfucker say, oh, shit, it's a dog in here. Let me, you know? <laughs> Let me get the fuck out. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. They need that. At least make it hard for them. At least make them think twice and be like, all right, I'm going to go to the neighbor house instead. Yeah, shit like that. So he would tell me about his, like, you know, just his reconnaissance, like, yeah, if I see a dog and I see how big the dog is, I don't deal with that house. Exactly. exactly. Because a small dog, all he's going to do is bark. 
and letting let people know there's something there. A big dog. It's <laughs> gonna act on it. And, and this is what I mean when I say training. There are places where you can train your dog. So you're training yourself, you're also training your pet. Yeah. So you wanna be the most the most um protect the motherfucker where a motherfucker gotta think twice before they come to you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm physically too. I mean, people, I done had men tell me, like, I'm not fighting you. I'm just going to shoot your ass. So, <laughs> like, I done had men tell me that. So, also, you want to get protection. And just because you live in a state that uh the gun laws are pretty stringent doesn't mean these motherfuckers won't have guns for you. You get what I'm saying? So, oh, I do. once you get your girl in check, and I always say this, don't do it after you get your girl in track. It's, it has something to do with security to the point where you need a woman saying, man, are you paranoid? And I stay ready. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I stay ready. I, I, I stay looking out the window like Malcolm X. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Right? I like that. To the point yeah. where my girl might be like, man, what are you doing? I'm like, man, I'm seeing how many cars come down. I'm trying to, you know, see what what car is what. This car been outside for 30 minutes, just parked in in the driveway. They just been like, like I'm nosy like that, but I'm not nosy as in I'm gonna call the police on them nosy. I'm nosy as I'm gonna protect my shit nosy. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And you gotta realize, me too. Um, a lot of times I fit the description. <laughs> so not only do I have to look out for criminals, I gotta look out for police too. So. With that being said, uh, fellas, make sure you always have an ID on you because you don't want to be dealing <laughs> with the cops. <laughs> um, that too. And back I, to the, I, the to the PNB rock situation. Um, mm-hmm. On a more esoteric knowledge, you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist guy. You know, I like I stay up all night and watch conspiracy theory like oh, a man, uh, a terrible. horny boy. Like a horny boy on porn, right? <laughs> so I'll be up three, four, five in the morning, just looking up conspiracy theories. I that's my guilty pleasure. That's why sometimes I'll be real sleep, but not for nothing. Like the pop smokes and the other rappers, they all came from the same goddamn label. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, so, with that being said, this is how I'm going to equate that. Let's say it was a label thing. Um, If you're rolling with a company or a gang that is known to kill its members, I think you need to make a better business decision. Yeah. So, if I was a rapper and you told me that I connected the dots on my own or because you told me that I would never sign with that label. Exactly, and, ev- and everybody knows this: that you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. So, if the five people at this label, at the very least, are all dead, and those are going to be your kin, the people that they hang- hung-, hung out with, then that means you are also going to die. You are going yes. to be robbed at some point. It, and everybody knows the statement: "Oh, your network is your net worth." But at the end of the day, this is what what it means to p- choose your friends wisely. Never associate with dumb brothers who are doing the opposite of everything that we're saying, who are careless with their lives. Because if they're careless with their lives, if they're careless with their women, guess who's going to be the victim if you're hanging out with them the time that they're going to get shot? 
Or now you're a target because they're like, oh, not only can I rob this guy, but I can rob his friend. So what I was going to mention earlier, there's a documentary you can go on YouTube. It's called Using Snapchat to Rob Influencers. It is a Vice News documentary. And it's about 17 minutes long. And it's about criminals. Some are showing their face and some are hiding. And all they're talking about is how people are dumb. They post people things that they shouldn't. are dumb. <laughs> Don't be a dummy. Exactly. Protect yourself. I love nice shit. I might have a Rolex. I am not finna post my Rolex on the timeline. Exactly. I'm not even gonna talk about it publicly. I'm not gonna post my Rolex. Me at the club with my Rolex on. Yeah. And I'm downtown. And I'm downtown Atlanta. Exactly. That's it. Now they just looking for my wrist. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm not saying you can't have nice shit, but you gotta understand. When you flex, some it's gonna it, it, somebody watching. You keep flexing, exactly. Uh, exactly. So in certain, certain areas, I took my chain in. If I'm wearing my chain, if I'm wearing my watch, I take that watch off and I tuck it in. It respects your fucking environment. That's what men have to really fucking do. A lot of us, we get too fucking comfortable. I don't get comfortable like that. Yeah. I don't even like going outside. Like when I'm going to the store, sometimes I don't wear flip flops. I wear tennis shoes. I, I never care. wear. I, I don't even own a pair because if something goes down, I want to be able to run. Something goes down and you got flip flops on. You already in. You already down. If I was gonna rob someone, the first person I would choose is someone with flip flops. Exactly. What are you gonna do? I don't care if you got hands. You're not gonna be grounded. You're not gonna be planted, and your feet are gonna get in the way. You're gonna trip up, and I'm gonna make a fool out of you, even if you're twice my size. Yeah. So it is careless to own a pair of flip flops. I, I really want to challenge men to start thinking like fucking criminals. Like, like our people watch a lot. I read body languages. I look at guys and I, I know if they're, if they're alert or if they're comfortable. Mm, I like that. Mm. I like that. And you know what? I think this is a great way to start wrapping up, which is my final point is that proaction is better than the cure. And I'm going to break up the word proaction as professional action. As a professional, you should be aware of all the things that we're already talking about. And this is a topic that we can we can speak on this for days, for years, and we would always be adding something new to the conversation, something profound, because there are so many little things that you do every given hour that makes you vulnerable to crime, to violence. You want to be proactive so you don't have to be reactive. Exactly. So what I'm going to say is that there is a show that you can listen to that where they do this for hours every single week. It's called the American Warrior Show. It is a podcast. Get it where you're listening to this show and really pay attention to what they're talking about, because they talk about the mindset. They talk about physicality. They talk about weapons and they talk about so many other things that are important. Where me and Mufasa stand out from them is that we can talk about the woman side of it. We can talk about how to be with your woman in a way that you are less susceptible to crime. So I'm going to kick it off. Matter of fact, matter of fact, me just taking on the world and being an alert in a situational awareness guy Mm -hmm. that grew up in hostile environments. Yeah. That's comfortable to me. That's easy. What makes it uncomfortable, what makes it kind of hard when I actually add a woman to it. Oh, absolutely. This is why I'm very, I, I think you're familiar with my high standards for dating. And because of that, 
I'm again less susceptible to all the things that uh, guys yeah. fall into because they're sure. they're focused on sex and pussy, tits, ass, tap water, as I described recently. And if you're drinking tap water, that shit will make you numb and it will fuck you up. So I'm going to kick it off by saying the first thing, and these are both dating tips, but they're tips that keep you alive with your woman. And one thing that guys, uh, the male feminists out there and, and some fake feminist women will talk about, I call them fake feminists. Because Hold on, can I give one tip before you do it? Well, let me let me say this one thing, but I'm gonna say that actually, Whoa, you know what? Go for it. Go for I it. I had a good tip. I just remember. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> no, 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 because I'm gonna take it in a different direction. So go for it. I just want to know when you're going out with you, when you go. I not want to know. I want to let you know when you're going out with with your lady. A very unsafe environment mm-hmm. to take your girl to is a fucking club. I never understand <sighs> why you motherfuckers take your girl to the club. Why do you guys do that? I'm going to say this. Clubs are dark and dangerous. Great places to commit crimes because even if someone pulls a gun on you. I literally, me, this was in college, man. My man, my my friend, he took his girl to the club and we ended up breaking a stairway. Somebody got thrown over the balcony. But, you know, I was on the football team, you know, FAU, you know, we got our muscles, you know, we kind of deep in there. Um, they actually pulled the gun. At, it the the fight lasted a long time. We were just in there fighting, but I remember specifically how the fight started. But because somebody grabbed my my friends, they grabbed his girlfriend's butt. Yep, and they stood up to him. They were both two big guys. They stood up to him, and then boom, we just started fighting. I'm boom, boom. I get through over the bar. I jump back over the bar. I throw a motherfucker over the bar. It was crazy, right? We were fighting. They kick us out. We fighting all the way outside. And then we getting the best of them, and somebody shoot a gun. Boom, boom. Just like that. Um, I'm just letting you know and like the whole ride home, his girl yelling at him, screaming. He's like, "We never going. We never fucking going out." Da 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 da. da. And I'm just like saying to myself, "Noted. Never take your girlfriend to the club." And that's not the first time I've seen a club fight that was started because somebody was pushing up on somebody's girl. You get what I'm saying? So no, I was telling those guys who are less physically imposing, less assertive. Hey man, take this motherfucker to the to a nice dinner, a bar, go bowling. Don't fucking go to a club. <laughs> yeah. That's always been a no no for me. I'm sorry, I just had to get that off my chest. No, and I like that. I, I will say actually you know what I'm not even gonna say anything against that. That is a solid way to be. There's no reason for you to go to a club, especially when there are gonna be other girls and your girl's gonna see you with other girls. That is going to oh, add drama to your relationship. Oh, that's the other part of it. That's the, I done went to a club, bro, and my girl legit got mad at me because it was two girls that I see, and they ran up and hugged me. Mm-hmm. That's how it starts. And they that's another set me, of problems. They hugged me at the same time. You look at that. <laughs> they hugged me at the same time. Like, And then I just hear, I hear in the right side of my ear, you might as well go have a threesome with them. I just like, oh, shit. It's funny because I was just going to say that and you proved it before I got to say it, which is her fight instinct is there because all she's picturing is a threesome. And they will and fight. Sure enough, you said that. And girls fight. 
Yeah, because she's trying to protect what's hers. And then she goes to the worst version of herself, uh, and, and and rightfully so. Quick, especially so, if that liquor in her system. Man, listen, I didn't see. I had to carry my girl out of the club once. Uh, like so. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. Because they're trying to fight because this girl is being too friendly or too push up on me. I don't want you. Don't want that. That's not the environment couples need to be in. No, exactly. Um, and and I know people have seen me do that you are not me you do not date like i do and i don't even teach how to date like i do anymore because guys don't have the mindset for it that said um this goes back to our conversation with the three b's if you have your city under lock there are some things that you get to do but most men don't have their thing locked so when they go to a club they're a tourist when i go to a club i'm well known i'm the mayor i'm the king yeah Uh, but but y'all ain't me Y'all ain't doing the work just yet. I, I've, I've laced you a game. If you don't know what I'm talking about, the three Bs is an episode. Go find it in the archive. Tap water. That's a thing. Go check it out. Go find it in the archive. Listen to our show every Thursday. And then go back to the first episode and watch all the preceding episodes. They each build on each other. And they always will. And now you're understanding what it is to make moves in a smart, competent way. So I'm I'm going to kick off this next part, and I'm going to say that men, women like us, the same reason men like us. So men want to be us, women want to date us. And that's because we're three things. We're fun, we're mysterious, we're provocative. I could add dangerous as a fourth. That's what makes us so alluring to women specifically and men as well. And because of that, I want y'all to focus on the mystery part. And people think that I'm lying to girls, this, that, the other. At the end of the day, I don't tell my girls who I am. I don't tell them my name. I don't tell them uh, what I do for a living. I don't tell them all the boring stuff most guys talk about. A girl asks me, what do I do? I say, oh, a little bit of this and that. Don't worry, nothing illegal. And then she might push and I'll, I'll make another joke and I'll be like, hey, the less you know, the less they can charge you with. And in a sense, it's a joke. But the reason it's not a lie is because the less she knows, the safer she is. Because now she's not going to be talking about what I do to people that will never get it. She will not be drawing attention to me and my lifestyle. And she will be safe and I will be safe because she is safe. So I date with mystery. I have to date with mystery to protect my life. And also it just makes me, you, I could be up against uh, Brad Pitt. And I will instantly be better than Brad Pitt because everybody knows everything about Brad Pitt. You can Google search it. But when you Google my name, you got nothing. There's nothing in- incriminating, nothing uh, that would endanger my life on the internet when you Google search Poppy Knox. My girlfriend, I'll give you an example of how extreme this can be. My girlfriend did not know my real name for a whole fucking year. Goddamn. <laughs> because what what does she need during sex it's poppy when i'm in public people call me poppy when i'm on the internet people call me poppy so what use does she have with my christian name and at the end of the day the only reason she found out is because i published a book and the sorry, book had calling, my real name i'm calling you Knox. i'm <laughs> well this is what i tell the ladies call men call me Knox. ladies call me poppy. Man, poppy bro. fair enough but poppy, this is what i always say Men call me Knox, women call me Poppy. And ladies love that line. Healthy ladies love that line. 
because they get it because they communicate so much in so few words and they recognize all right cool this guy's gonna cheat on me this guy's gonna do this that and the other he's also gonna be a real fun time and he's gonna give me an orgasm like somebody else in a few words as possible i've communicated so much and that is the mystery because there's nothing that i can tell her about who i really am my real name my my real address my real job there's nothing that i can say that'll be more exciting to her than the story she tells herself about who I am and what I do. And because of that, I'm always interesting. Because of that, she never wants to leave. And I have men that say the same thing to me. They're like, every time I hang out with you, I learn something new about you. Think about every time we have this episode, we both learn something new about each other. And we've known each other for a full year already. And that's the way as a man you should be. No one should know all of you. Because if they know all of you, one, you're boring, and two, now I know how to play you. And if you don't want to be played, you got to be alluring. You got to be like water. And they can grab at you, but they can never hold you. And this goes on to bigger topics that we'll talk about later when it comes to business. But when I'm saying all these things in public spaces, when I'm writing these books, when I'm coaching, when I'm at an event talking about these topics, everyone's like, oh, look at this. This is some game. I'm going to get a girl and I'm going to get my PP wet. It is bigger than getting your PP wet. Oh, what you got going on, bro? <laughs> so, no, no, no. Sorry. All right, cool, cool. I'm listening. If you can control it, you're good. But at the end of the day, when people think that I'm just like, oh, this guy is deceiving women with this, that, the other, I'm training, or I, I, I'm prepared. Sorry. I'm thinking about things that they haven't even considered, so that way I'll, I have no attackable gaps. However, that said, I will, and this is what okay. I brought up in the conversation with my girl, yeah. because I said, hey, put your account on private. Because if anyone wants to get through me, they're going to go through you. And they've already tried, but they did it in a, in a bullying way. They're like, oh, Knox is this, Poppy is this. And, and so they were trying to figure out who my girlfriend was. And they started talking about my girlfriend. They started saying fake stories about my girlfriend. And the funny thing is they don't know who my girlfriend is. And I'm saying this in the context of public spaces, like Twitter spaces and other places where I talk publicly. There are people who have talked to my girlfriend and they didn't know that they were talking to my girlfriend. And that includes you and your peoples. So when I say I have my girl in check, when I say I have my girl on lock, I'm saying that you, even though you have not met her yet, one day you will, you have had a conversation with her and you didn't even know you were doing Bro, it. Bro, you're not going to fucking tell me I done had a conversation with your girlfriend. She was in a room. She's heard your voice. She knows who you are. And and then people have interacted with her. And it is what it is. And because I'm not a careless man, and I'm not saying that you are careless for that, but I'm saying I take it to the extreme, is that my my me and my girl can be in the same space and you wouldn't necessarily know it if I didn't want you to know it. And that's the way that I am with all women, including my former lovers, because there is no drama in my life. And, and this is something that I can teach, but it is not an easy thing to master. But at the end of the day, when I talk about security, I'm talking about I imagine myself as a billionaire. And if I was a billionaire, what would I want to have in place? And I implement that, which is why I know for a fact that I'm just a better man than all these other billionaires. I don't know that I will be a billionaire in my lifetime. I don't know that I even want that. That said, my security, my life is more secure than those people. And I'll, 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 I, I can demonstrate this because what was it? Last month, they got my name, they got my picture, and they got my address, and they doxed me. They put it all over the internet. 
And because I am who I am, uh, they put Hold on, on Twitter. Say that again? Last, last month, they doxed me. Them that shall not be named. I know who they are, but they don't know that I know that they know. Or that, that I know. And they put my face and address on the internet. And I said, oh, these kids aren't ready for me. So I just retweeted it. They put it out on Twitter. They created a fake account. And I was like, oh, let me have some fun with this. They're afraid that I'm going to be afraid. Or they think I'm going to be afraid. So I retweeted it. And I said, oh, look at this. I got guests coming on the way. Let me prepare my apartment for them. But they don't know that I own the book. They don't know what I know. They don't know what I own. They don't know what I can do. They don't know the people around me. So who's really taking a big risk on attacking me? Am I taking the risk by retweeting that comment? Or are they taking the risk for the mysterious man that they know nothing about except for where I live? Because there's not enough reconnaissance that they can do because, again, my moves are too fluid. I'm like water. You can never grab me. But again, I don't want to brag. I don't want to talk too much about that because it's going to give people ideas and you can challenge people and they get excited and they're like, I'm going to prove this guy wrong. So I will leave it at that. But I date with mystery. No one knows who I am, including the woman that I date. And I train to be prepared for anything and everything. The examples that I've already given, as well as physical training and mindset training. My work is mindset. How to see things other people don't see. You and I can be in the same room and I will see things that you do not see. And I I love that. And because of that, we're always safe together. Because Even when we're not physically together, it's like I, I, I point things out. And then an hour later, you're like, holy shit, I saw this before I did. It's just like, yeah, that's why we're on a team together. Because I see what you can't see and you see what I cannot see. Um, and then the next part is going to be invest in security. I've already given you the American Warrior show. I think that's a great show. But those people still aren't thinking about it the way that I do. When I'm talking about security, I'm talking about you need a, a system that has a floodlight that makes it absolutely bright as if it's noon wherever you are and now you're they're caught on camera now they're blinded and then i want you to have a security system where if it's triggered loud music starts blaring like some heavy metal shit maybe some scary thing something scary with scary lyrics where it's like like the bodies hit the floor like imagine breaking into my house and that's what you hear and you're like holy shit they're gonna kill us before we get to kill them before we get to rob them oh shit it's a trap exactly me and my friends will do weird things we'll be like we'll have a um um, a radio setup where it'll be like um we record our voice and that's part of the security system it'll be like oh my gosh they're harmless they don't even suspect that we're coming after them oh i finally get to use my new gun my new ar my whatever it's like we say things like that to get in their mind in case that if like we said Exactly. So again, we make it hard for people to kill us. We make them think twice. We make them think at least 10 times before they dare say, I'm going after that guy. Even if they're in the moment and they're like, holy shit, let me retreat right now. Let me save face. Hopefully they don't have my face on camera and I can at least be humbled and and just never um, have to deal with this family ever again. Um, so that's what I'm talking about. I won't go too much into it, but at the end of the day, we need to think in bigger ways, smarter ways. Uh, and essentially all I'm saying is, and I love the documentary. When you go watch the documentary, it's entertaining for guys like us, but people are going to be really concerned because we've talked about pop smoke, but no one remembers that Kim Kardashian had a $3.5 million wedding ring that she wore 
She posted on the internet and she was always talking about where she was. She got robbed outside of her apartment. She thought she was going to be raped in her own words. And the guy said, come to me. And she's like, all right, this is the day that I get raped. And she was ready to accept that. And all they did was take her jewelry. $3.5 million. And the guy who did it is on camera talking about how he did it, why he did it. And he's free to tell the story. Free to proudly tell his conquests. Now, uh, and I don't know if you have any other thoughts, but I'm going to end it here, which is to say, this is my prediction that we are going to see more of these crimes continue to happen. We saw it happened to Fresh and Frit. It happened to uh, many other influencers. There are, this year alone, there have been so many watch thefts where people are breaking into famous watch collectors' houses because they talk about what they own on YouTube and they're incredibly vulnerable. They come into your house, they say, all right, open the safe, and then they take all their shit and they run out with a million dollars easy. And you're going to see more of this, but not only are you going to see that these crimes happen, but you're going to see the crime as it is happening. That is my prediction. That's why I want a house on some land that's sitting back. Like, I can see you coming from a mile away. Mm-hmm. I, got, I already done got two, three cameras on you. There you go. At the very <laughs> least, at the very least. So I'm, I'm going to continue on and say that we're going to see more of it. And and when you listen to, especially when you watch the documentary, when you watch these guys talk about what they're doing, because this happened to me when I lived in D.C., they're doing it because they're think of they think of themselves as Robin Hoods. These people are rich; they didn't really earn it. I'm gonna call their bluff that they can defend themselves. I'm gonna not only get the prize, but their money is better off in my pocket. And so I'm going to let the world know that these people ain't shit. And guess what? These people aren't shit. At the end of the day, we live in an economy where you can make a lot of money not knowing what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, so all, my God, yes. So all these people are flaunting their wealth, they're flexing, and even after the crime is committed on them, not only are they dumb enough to have been in the situation, they were dumb enough to hang out with the wrong girl that set them up because she, she was friends with the thieves, but they're dumb enough to post the video saying, hey, we got robbed. Because we're an influencer, we got to turn everything into content. So let's tell everyone that we're stupid. So not only did we get robbed, but hey, come and rob me again. Because I'm not going to change my habits. I'm still going to be the same dumbass. Come over to my house. This is where I live. And they're doing this time and time again. So we're going to see videos where the criminal will actually have a video on them. I, I assure you, if it doesn't happen within 12 months, I bet you it'll happen within 18 where someone is going to walk into someone's house, break in whether they're there or not, and joke about how they're robbing the famous influencer, the famous podcaster. And if they're doing it out of jealousy, they're doing it to make a point, they're doing it to let you know that no matter who you are and what you have, we can get to you. The same way that they're doing it with cancel culture is the same way these guys are doing it with mugging culture, burglary culture. Right. And the dumbest thing you can do if any of these crimes happen to you, it's to make a video about how it happened to you. So me and Mufasa know that if it ever happened to us, we're just going to take the L and we're going to stay silent. We would never broadcast that we are victims. Hold we're on. never going to broadcast that we're proud victims. And we're not going to broadcast that we're proud victims a, that are ready to be victim. robbed again. I'm not a victim because, goddamn, I, I, I'm very much on vengeance. So yes. I don't want to incriminate myself. Yeah. And I, and I'll, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to wrap up with this because I was thinking about it with my girl when I was talking with her. So I used to live in D.C. 
I think it's called Le Droit Park um, in French, Le Droit, that's the right part. I don't know how they pronounce it, but I used to live there. And I lived there before the white people moved in, before they kicked out all the black people, demolished the project housing. And so I was there and all my friends were getting robbed. I remember I would be like, people would throw rocks at me because they knew I was there and I was there for school. They thought that I, would, I thought better of myself than them. And that's what they thought about all of us there. And so when I was there, what happened? All my friends were getting robbed left and right. I, I got robbed at the Washington Monument. I told you about that. But I'm t- talking about guns in your face, people robbing you, and they humiliate you. It got to the point, it's not even got to the point, but it's the kind of culture where they rob you and you can actually negotiate with the person mugging you. Because you can be like, hey, I need to, can I at least get my keys so I can get into my house? And they're like, oh yeah, that's fine. That's how casual it was. You'd be right outside your house and there would be like, hey, empty out your pockets, put everything on the hood of this car, go up to your apartment, and when you come back down, you can take whatever. Where was this now? D.C. back in the day. D.C. back in the day. If you go to that same neighborhood, it's all white people, so it doesn't happen as often. But I so bet you it does happen. Robbing people in a, exactly. They would run up to students, be like, give me all the books in your backpack. And then they would take your books, return it at the college store, get some money off of it. It's a nice come up. It's a nice little score. I, I, I'm, in all of these stories, I'm actually impressed by the criminals because I'm like, oh, that's smart. I'm not a... a uh, what do you call it? I can't even think of the word delinquent. But if I were, I would play this game. And so I bring this up to say that the one time what do you that call delinquent, I'll call him uh, uh, degenerate. No, absolutely. It is a it is a shitty thing to have a lifestyle of harming other people and and robbing them. Um, it leads getting... nowhere fast. I never seen nobody who ran that lifestyle that did not run into a brick wall. Correct. Correct. It's a losing game. And if it's even if you're doing it well, you always have to look over your back. And that in and of itself is a terrible way to live. I would never do it. Uh, So I'm going to say this, though. I genuinely believe I think that the reason why I didn't get robbed as often as all my peers. Well, I never got robbed, period. But I, I don't think that I think the reason that it is is because I knew that I was a fish out of water just because I'm from New York does not mean I get to play New Yorker everywhere I go and think people are going to respect me. If I'm in your neighborhood, you make the rules. You make the rules, and I respect One thing my my father and my uncles taught me, it was like, respect your environment, respect your head. Even if you're from there. Yeah, even if you're from there, but if you're in a different place, you got to respect it. Exactly. And I hinted at this when I talked about the three Bs, but essentially, the reason I think I never got robbed is because I respected them. I always looked them in the eyes. I always said, hello. I always said, have a nice day, kept it moving. And I'll give you this example. One day I'm coming home from class. I got two girls with me, two cute freshman girls going to my spot. I was in the upperclassmen dorm and, and, and we're about to do my thing. And then um, I'm walking down the same block that my friend is, but I didn't know my friend was there. So he's probably 30 seconds behind me. I see these two guys that are clearly from the neighborhood. And I looked to my left and I said, hello. And I said to the other guy, I looked him in his eyes and I said, hello. And they were probably taken aback by it because they kind of muttered. They didn't say anything disrespectful, but they're just like, uh, oh, hello, that kind of thing. And I and the girls, they were frightened. They grabbed at me, but it was fine. We went to my room. Everything was cool. And I'm up there chatting them up. And then my friends 
And then my friends come up. They're, again, 30 seconds behind me. But in this case, now they're a minute behind me. They come up and they say, and I can see that they're both mad and sad, but I'm introducing them to the girls. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, yo, we were just robbed. And I'm just like, wait, what do you mean you were just robbed? And they're like, oh, yeah, we were just walking down the block. We were right here. And I'm like, oh, I was there too. And they're like, yeah, these two guys pulled out a gun and robbed us. And I was just like, those are the two guys that I saw. And if I treated them in any other way, they probably would have marked me and attacked me with those girls because that would have been a bigger score. If you're going to humiliate someone, who, who would you rather humiliate? Two dumb boys or one guy who thinks he's a pimp? Exactly. And I, I swear to you, I, to this day, I think the reason I did not get robbed that specific time and every other time is because I respected my area. I respected the people that are in it. Even when they treated me poorly, I, like I said, the worst that ever happened to me was they threw rocks at me. And I remember that I'm walking and I didn't say hi that time. I will admit that. So there were like 10 guys on a stoop and then I'm walking and I'm with a white boy at that. And then the white boy, um, they start throwing rocks at us both. And then I get hit in the back of like my neck right in the center by like a rock that must have been an inch uh, inch wide and i'm like what the fuck and i did naturally i'm like what the fuck i turn around like i'm about to fight and these kids are laughing at me and i'm like oh shit yeah i just gotta keep moving (laughs) but yeah like i said show respect at the very least it might save your life um uh but yeah that's all i have to say i I can go on for hours but uh, this pmb thing I got so pissed off that people were like, oh, this kid was so smart. If he was, I've never met a smart man that had bullet holes in him. I never met a smart man with his head blown out. Exactly. So how smart was he really? You're smart if you're still alive. If you can hear my voice, you are smart. And if you never get yourself in danger, you are smart. But stop giving credit to people that made dumb decisions on 100% preventable situations. They are not smart. They are idiots. They are the example not to follow. Do the exact opposite, and you just might live. Wow, boy, boy, boy. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. Hour and 30 minutes. (laughs) Word, word. So, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. I'll say Pop Smoke and Kim Kardashian were not safe. So why would you be safe without extra protection? Keep this in mind. I've said my piece. And I hope we've helped a lot of people. And I want to thank Kigo or Kigu. I don't know how to pronounce his name. These internet names aren't helpful. But I'm glad that he was able to, he or she was able to share a question and we could answer that. And then if you stick with us, if you keep tuning in every Thursday, rewatch the episodes, all the lessons are in there. They're, they're in there in a direct way. And when you watch them, you'll start to see the hidden messages within each of them. And this is by design. The show is more powerful than anything else that you're watching. And I don't say that because I'm arrogant. I say that because I've earned my arrogance and I can back it up. Cool, cool. With that being said, this is not tea, it's protein. Peace out. Amen. Always making moves, always making money. Peace.